0: can the real Buffalo bills stand up? Because we don't know who the Buffalo bills are anymore. Like they seem to fucking write that passage against the Dolphins. seem like they were going to come here. Then they go to fucking England and now they lose to Jacksonville. They come back, play a sloppy game against the giants. I get it. It was in new England. You fucking, your defense got exposed against the new England Patriots and Mac Jones. So who are the real Buffalo bills? The Balls Podcast with Mark Davis, Chris Kehnheart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkles. Welcome to All About the Balls Podcast. I'm Mark Davis in the Sack House with Chris Kehnheart and Luke Rule, and we're here to recap Week Seven as the Niners just lost to the Vikings. That's the that's the way we're coming into the show, just finishing wrapping up Week Seven. But Chris, I start with you because your team. The New Orleans Saints kicked off Week Seven Thursday night in a pretty entertaining game on Amazon Prime. Unfortunately, Derek Henry, or I'm sorry, Derek Carr and your offensive coordinator suck, and Foster Moreau had a big drop in the end zone. So, how are you feeling starting off Week Seven and now coming out of Week Seven?
1: Yeah, you know, Mark, uh, happy to ba- be back in the sack house with you boys. I missed y'all last week. Glad to be back. Uh, Thursday started off very rough. Uh, not gonna lie, I turned turned the game off for a little bit, and then I was like. Gotta gotta turn the game back on. I couldn't couldn't help. I was walking around. Paige was like, Why does this affect you so much? <laughs> it hurts. It hurts, not gonna lie. Um, but yeah. The yeah, Saints so have a lot a lot of work to do.
0: A lot of work indeed. You guys are now a full game back in the division, just through seven weeks, so still plenty of time to figure it out. But Luke, your team, the Baltimore Ravens, probably the most impressive win on the weekend as you guys literally tore apart the Detroit Lions suit, like you said. When we hype up these teams, it seems like a hyped up team falls, and they didn't just fall; they got demolished. So, how are you feeling as the Ravens finally put it together on all three phases of, you know, the football? Sc- uh. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm feeling good. I mean, that was an outstanding team win overall. Lamar played a damn near per- perfect game. Uh, t- Mark Andrews got two touchdowns. A tight end uh, National Tight End Day. Uh, Gus Edwards. I threw a hail mary in fantasy, throwing him in, and dude went off for me. So, I mean. Definitely, let me be for a win to go 7-0 fantasy. But overall, I mean, this is the first game the Ravens haven't really beat themselves in, and like I think this is kind of what we're going to see going forward with the Ravens. Uh, outstanding defense; we're the number I think we're number two ranked defense right now, behind the Browns. And offense, I mean, that our rushing attack with Lamar dumping the ball over the top, it just it can be hard to stop for teams. As long as we don't beat ourselves, I think and, we, and we got a good shot.
0: I know we're going to dive into them in a couple of minutes, but also this better be the week. Hey, PFF better rank him number one because out of all the QBs, this is the week he actually was number one quarterback. I, I'll I, give that to him. Hands down, they, best QB They
2: had And number two behind Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes did a very is, good
1: game.
0: Yeah, But he had, a, he had a, like a turnover. Yards. But he also had a turnover. Lamar played a, a clean, yeah. spotless game. So that's always why yeah. I would it, give it to Lamar. But if you give it to Mahomes, I'm not like it's it, the it, end of the world. It but. was like
2: – I think it was a half point difference. So it was very close.
0: Yeah. And none of the QBs tonight deserve that. So it's probably gonna be Mahomes, <laughs> but, um, shout out to doc. You know, he's not here. He's, you know, work comes first this week for him, but the bears big win under a good story of Tyson Bajet. I uh, loved hearing the story. Loved seeing the win from the kid, but it looks like they won't have that top two pick. Now they'll have the Panthers pick, but looks like they're falling out. You know, they don't know how to tank. So, uh, The Bears are winning, though, at the wrong time, I guess, with no Justin Fields neither. I know Luke's got something to say about that later. And I had a great weekend too, boys. Texas survived, which we're going to talk about probably on Wednesday. Agree, you know, it was was a bad spot. I agree they should have reviewed it, but, you know, I'm going to take a win any way I can. But this is NFL, and the Atlanta Falcons are in first place through seven fucking weeks. As Desmond Ritter wrote the wrong, you know, he lost at home last week, but he got his first road win. He went into Tampa Bay. He outperformed, I thought, uh, Baker Mayfield. Yes, he had three sloppy fumbles in the fucking – or the pretty much the red zone. The one, the last one that he had that was going into the end zone, that one pissed me off the most because he got lazy and fucking careless with the ball. Should have just reached out. You don't ever expect the guys to give up on the play. So, But he won the game. He let us down the last drive to hit Kyle Pitts on a nice little throw. Outperformed Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay.
1: NFL should take that one away, by the way. Cheating Falcons. Smith didn't enlist. Bijan on the injury report. Not a good idea. Yeah, I'm
0: not, a fa- I'm not a fan of that just because oh, like, I'm a, not a fan of what they did. I, I think it was contradicting if Bijan said he woke up with headaches and you know that's a clear illness. They should have reported that in the first thing in the morning if Arthur Smith knew. But you know how it is. They're going to cover each other's asses. They are going to probably, probably get away with it, maybe get a slap on the wrist. But, yeah. Maybe a little
2: fine. I, maybe, maybe a little fine, fine
0: but – yeah, I, I think die. it's bullshit. Yeah, you're supposed to report it. I don't really give a shit. I mean, yeah, it affected me in the fantasy league too, but I, I mean, it is what it is, But we didn't use them, so I mean, I guess if you weren't ready for Cordell Patterson or he, it was mainly CP, but
1: he got he 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 had what like one run at the very end of the game.
0: Yeah, one touch, t- three yards to get us in the field goal range in a better field goal <laughs>
2: range. That's all. That's all yeah. he got.
1: Arthur Smith was like Bijan. You need to go in here and run one play <laughs> so I like, don't yeah, get in trouble. He's a-
2: he said, fuck your headache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
1: run a one. I need to cover my yeah. ass. Get in there and play. <laughs> no, but no, yeah. He seemed,
2: hey. he seemed fine after the game. I'm just saying. He seemed fine after the game.
0: He he said he he said he said felt fine throughout the game. Like he was starting to get better. But I think that since he didn't have much going on for him, like they weren't going to use him. And, hey, I'm okay with how we won. I mean, that's all I have to say. Like we won. We're in first place uh fuck baker I, I i still have my my doubts on him against good defenses i know he had decent yards but he did not play a good game like yesterday the stats were misleading he looked terrible yes he had a big run at the end of the game set up a field goal range but he was pretty bad yesterday too so not a fan of baker against good defenses but you know he's playing on a contract year too he's got to prove it so we'll see we still have nine more games uh for us uh eight more for the, or no sorry eight more for us no fuck too many accounts. I'm, I'm fucking drunk right now. So it's okay, but it's let's okay. move, yeah. Let's move on to a game that just wrapped up. And that's the San Francisco 49ers who are now on a two game losing streak boys. They lost to the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota 22 to 17. And first before we go on about this, I just want to say fuck Brock Purdy. He's a piece <laughs> of shit. Um, I understand Christian fumbled the ball, but I needed McCaffrey on that those last two drives to get fucking going even more. I needed three points from the guy. And Brock Perry missed it, and that's the question. Are the 49ers being exposed? Like coming in, like, you know, the Browns, good defense on them. Vikings haven't been known for defense this year, but they clamped them down. I know there's no Debo Samuel and no um, Trent Williams, but you should still be able to do something against this team. So are the 49ers getting exposed on the offensive end?
1: I mean, I think it definitely hurts when you, you don't have Samuel out there and Trent Williams, your best offensive lineman, isn't over there. I mean, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy didn't look great. I mean, there were some bad throws. I know there was one throw we mentioned to Mark, or I mentioned in the chat about how like Christian McCaffrey was breaking open on the drop off, and then Brock Purdy tried to force it up the field. I mean, he still had some key players like you have Christian McCaffrey still there, Kittle. IU, get them involved, but Brock Purdy just does not look good. And I, I wouldn't even say he's the offense getting exposed. My big thing is the defense getting exposed. Oh, yeah. they had. I mean, this, this was supposed to be like a generational new defense that was the top defense in the league. I mean, you saw what they did against Dallas. Everyone was praising San Fran's defense. And then you have fucking Kirk Cousins dotting the secondary up, 35 for 45, 378 yards. I mean, Kirk Cousins was having a fucking night.
0: And you thought it was going to be a good defensive game because of that first drive. They had an interception, you know, it was a bad throw by Kirk, but yeah, they gave up over 450 yards on defense to the Vikings with no Justin Jefferson and no run game.
1: All right. And Addison, are like, oh, no, good. Addison was out for a little bit of that second half too. a couple drives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, overall, the Vikings have had
2: offensively have been pretty good this year. They just haven't been able to defensively shut a team out. And I, I think their defense stepped up big time against these, this high-powered uh, 49ers offense. So credit to the defense for fucking standing up against the 49ers and not letting them fucking embarrass them on Monday night as the uh, Vikings usually get embarrassed. So, I mean, all their all their losses are one-score games. So easily they could easily be a, in a lot better spot if they would have won some one-score games.
0: I mean, every game from the Vikings have been a one-score game. So they haven't yeah. had a blowout either way. I know that was a backdoor cover against the Eagles, but back to Purdy though. I thought Purdy, yeah, he had two interceptions. But he was, he had a pretty good game. Like besides those last interceptions, he was the so the last two drives of the game, he was playing pretty good football. He was moving out of the pocket, he was scrambling. So I'm not I don't know if Purdy's getting exposed as much. I, I just think maybe it was well the the last or the first interception was a timing play. So it looked like the receiver was late which then looks like it's bad on Purdy. But like you said, Chris McCaffrey was wide open underneath. He probably gets you 10 to 20 yards right there, and then you have the ball still with momentum. The last drive, they were just trying to force it. He had plenty of time still to maybe do a couple more plays, and, yeah, they just forced it. Maybe you no know, Debo is a, is important. Maybe Debo is more important than Christian McCaffrey. Maybe Debo is the heartbeat of that offense because he can do so much.
1: I mean, I think – so I think – and you saw – you saw you – saw, I don't know the stats about um... – I mean, rushing only gave up 65 yards rushing. So, I mean, the big thing of them not having Debo is that that allows the Vikings to pull down those safeties to fill up the box and stop Christian McCaffrey. When you don't have two wideouts that can change the game like IU can Debo, then that's going to change the defense to be able to stop McCaffrey. And we saw that exactly against when we covered Miami. uh, The Eagles did the same thing with Miami.
0: Yeah. They, yeah. We'll talk about that. But yeah, Luke, also the Vikings. I mean, I know you guys were high on them before. Are they making a, I mean, we'll, we'll still talk about the Niners, but are the Vikings? cause you mentioned how good that they did. Are they making a comeback? You know, they started off pretty slow this year. Now they are three and four. I mean, they are two games back of the Detroit Lions. but did they put themselves back in a potential driver's seat to make that, that playoff push?
2: I mean, I, I think this, this week might change the, change the season for them. I mean, the Lions went and lost a game, the Vikings won a game. So, I mean, they're, they're closing the gap. They, they win a couple more games, then J.J. comes back healthy. I mean, they, they might have him come back early, earlier than expected after his uh, four games on IR. So, I mean, and they, you get J.J. back in the lineup, it, it could get pretty scary for the Vikings coming, coming forward.
0: They are on the road, though, the next two weeks. They have to go to rival Green Bay Packers. We know how we feel about them. Also, they have to go to Atlanta the following week. So – you know, it's not saying oh, – well, Green Bay's played pretty good defense. Atlanta's played good defense. So, two defensive matchups that we're going to see the Vikings are going to keep it up. But, yeah, I, I think I think the Vikings can make a playoff push. They have a pretty fareable, uh, pretty decent schedule the next few weeks on – actually, all the way up until the Cincinnati Bengals, December 17th, they have a pretty fair schedule. Some question marks in there like Atlanta, maybe, maybe New Orleans, if they get their shit together. But – yeah, I mean, I think Minnesota can make a playoff push. And good for Kirk Cousins. Good for him saying, I'm not waiving my no-trade clause. Put them back in that potential spot. Get JJ back, like you said, and, and make that push for for Skull Nation.
1: Yeah, this team could easily be 7-0 and right now. I mean, like we already said, like, all the games that they've had are one one-score games except for that Eagles game where they had trash points at the very end. But, like, this team easily could be undefeated.
0: Yeah, I say six and one, maybe five and two, like still, but that's that's a good record. You know, you're right yeah. there with the Lions. So, so just so beat they're themselves. They're out of it.
2: I wouldn't count out the Vikings yet.
0: No, I wouldn't count I the mean, Vikings out yet.
1: Yeah, it's it'll be hard for them to make a push, but I mean, hey, it looks like the NFC teams are turning down the notch. I mean, Detroit uh forty ers look weak, so I mean it's open for I mean, you have the Eagles, but the NFC, I mean, it looks like it's open right now.
0: I know it's early. It's only seven weeks through the season, but they are right now slotted at the eighth seed following this week. So they're right there with the, the teams. It does suck. They lost the Buccaneers. So if it comes down to Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay will have the, the tiebreaker. Same thing with New Orleans and Atlanta when they play them. So some must win games for them coming up. Uh, you, so
1: if you're- so the head will, the head to head will matter, Mark.
0: The head-to-head will will matter. Yes, it's not college, so which we'll, we'll talk more about that later on. How we feel about when we get to our first college football playoff rankings, I know we'll have that situation. And I'm not saying it's only head-to-head that matters for college, but it plays a part according to what the committee has said in the past. So, but yeah, it's big for the Vikings to keep winning. Also, the Niners they have to play the Bengals next week. They're they're fresh, so. We'll see if the Niners can back on, get back on track there on a two-game losing streak, and there's probably going to be no Debo Samuel next week as well. And the Bengals play good defense.
1: Yeah, Luke, I mean, it sucked. that your prediction, that they were going undefeated, and they got back-to-back yeah. losses.
2: Yeah, I know. Uh, that, that was out the window. So, I mean, I, I might have to throw a couple more losses from them now. I can't, can't ride that anymore. So now so we have I, to start
0: asking Luke who he, who, who he actually means now. He might actually yeah.
2: change it. I oh, know. And, big, I know. and
0: Big Cock Brock is not Big Cock Brock. He's got the smallest dick in the fucking world. Fuck that guy. I'm I'm not happy with Brock Purdy. He cost me fantasy this week. I don't <laughs> care about Christian's fumble. He could have done more to get Christian going still on those last two drives. So, fuck Brock Purdy. Fuck him. And with that, though, boys, the um, now that the Niners have lost two in a row, and the Eagles did have that ugly loss against the um, New York Jets, they bounced back last week or this week against the Miami Dolphins. They won 31-17 in Philadelphia in their beautiful, beautiful Kelly Green jerseys, one of my favorite jerseys in the NFL's history. But does this open the door now? Are the Philadelphia Eagles back as the NFL's best, probably the NFC's best at the moment?
1: NFC's best, I, I'll, I'll give them that for right now. Uh, the NFL's best, definitely, definitely not. I mean, there's still some holes defensively that need to be filled. Uh,
0: they did fill the safety role today, by the way. They did get they Kevin fired.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they're doing what they're doing, but they're doing it. They're doing it. it though. Great GM right there. Um, they had, but they uh,
2: had big wide receiver too. This last week,
1: yeah, he made a um, catch. He made a he made
0: catch. A, he, he made a catch. Made,
1: made a a catch. catch. <laughs> one catch. But um, what was I saying? But yeah, I don't think they're going to be the NFL's best, but they're looking pretty solid for the NFC, especially with the help of the refs that they have. I mean, this team's unbeatable.
0: Yeah, the refs are bad. I know yeah. we're going to tie that into the. The last segment of the Browns Colts, but I still think the the refs, yes, they they sucked, but I feel like they still outplayed Miami. I felt like they were just purely better than Miami. That's going to open up the door to men. Are are they all hyped, Luke? But I, I think the Eagles, yeah. I think they're looking good. AJ Brown has been killing it. Five straight games of 125 yards ties his uh, NFL record of Calvin Johnson and I forgot the other receiver that did it. Jalen Hurts, yes, he he struggled the last couple weeks, but he looked pretty good this past week. Um, you still have Swift, and this defense is just getting better. They they got Slay back, they got Jalen Carter back, and now you are adding one of the best safeties in the NFL, Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans. Glad they got traded this week because we play the we, they play us this week. The Titans do, so I think the Eagles are getting better. That safety was a hole right there.
2: I mean, I mean yeah, they, 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 overall they're looking pretty good. A solid team, offensive, defensively. Uh, I I am still not sold on uh, Jalen Hurts yet. I mean, he still threw up threw up a nice punt to the defense. So, I mean, he probably a couple more that could have been punts to the defense. He, he's just kind of hoping and praying that A.J. Brown's down there. Like, he threw A.J. Brown to double coverage a couple of times, and somehow the dude caught it. But, I mean. Dude's a freak, overall, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, even know, I don't even know how he saw the ball and caught it on the one play. But, I mean, they, they also have the tush push. i mean, like, it's unstoppable. Like, there, there's no team that has stopped the tush push yet. And they'll, they can get three, three, four yards sometimes on that play. So, I think they, they said that shit.
0: I think they said it since last year when they started doing it. They're like mm-hmm. a 92 or 94% somewhere in that range of success rate. Every time I see it, I feel like I I feel like they hit it. And 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 um Sirianni, coach Sirianni said that if it's so easy, why can't everyone else do it? I mean, it's true. They're the only team that seems to execute the touch push. And I'm not mad at the touch push. I think it's the, we mentioned it. It's the fact that the defense can't do that. They can't push their guys into the line because it's a safety hazard. Um which they, they did that yeah. on special teams. so
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the QB sneak. Like They QB sneak every time, just like everybody's kind of comparing them to Tom Brady. Tom Brady wasn't being pushed in the back to get through the de- on the sneaks. Tom Brady's doing real sneaks. So, I mean, this, this tush push, yeah, it's not fair. The defense can't do it, but the offense can. That's yeah, my only complaint about it. But, I mean, yeah. Jalen Hurston, they're saying he squats like 600, 700 pounds. So, if he's that strong, I mean, it's it's working.
0: Although those videos, I know we've seen them back in the day when he was at Oklahoma. He, yeah. he's, he can squat. That motherfucker is a beast when it comes to squat day. You know, when he's doing leg day, yeah. he's a beast. We'll give him that. But, no, yeah. I, I think the Eagles, I think they are arguing the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that's probably, Chris, who you were thinking about as the NFL's best. Um, I still have some question marks with their offense. They played the Chargers defense this past week. So we'll see what the Chiefs can become later on. As long as Taylor Swift's there, maybe they'll be the best team Every single week. But the Eagles, their offense, I think, is better than the Chiefs' offense. Yes, Mahomes is better than Hurts. But overall, you have more variety and more weapons than the Chiefs do with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. You know, um, they have DeAndre Swift. They're going to get Watkins back eventually. Yes, Julio. We'll see what Julio can do. Dallas Goddard had a big game. And the defense is going to get better and better each week. The defense isn't putting them in bad spots, neither. It's been the offense that's lost in the game, actually. So I I think they are right now through seven weeks. The NFL's best. I honestly do. I think fly Philly fly yeah. at the moment.
1: I, I mean I'm not to target. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna have to argue and this might be a hot take, might have a lot of people that hate me on this, but I really didn't think that this win was very big or showed that they were the NFL's best. I mean, well, it'll deep it'll dig into the Dolphins and if they're fake or not. But I mean the Dolphins defense was missing key players. Xavier Howard was out and Uh, Jalen Ramsey was out and they had a couple other people that I don't know exactly. I don't have the injury report of who was all out on that defensive side, but I mean, there were some big holes on the defensive side that was out for Miami. So, I mean, when you have AJ Brown going against fucking Eli Apple, he's going to look good. He's going to look good. Plain and simple as that.
2: Burnt toast back there.
1: Yeah. And then when you have, when you have a team that I'm trying to pull it up real quick. I mean, Miami had, and we'll dig into penalties here. Miami had 10 penalties against Eagles, none. I know the Eagles did have two penalties, and it got neglected because Miami so happened to have a penalty at the same play. But, I mean, it, it was the face it was, mask was spe-
0: Okay, the face mask one was the worst one because the referee's yeah, was right obvious. there. And if, if a guy's hands are high and then the whole face turns to the side, it, it's clearly a face mask. You know, you okay. can't that, miss...
2: That's it. a game-changing... Play right there as a deep ball. At the yeah. end, I think it was end of the game too. It was near no, the end.
0: No, 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 because no, it, it was right after that the defense was. scored a touchdown. and They tied the game. The defense literally like the next drive they had a pick six with with Baker. Okay, so yeah, yeah. yeah, it was still early they, enough that it would have would have kept the yeah, just, uh, Eagles defense. Uh, the pick uh, six, yeah, it was right before the pick six.
1: Yeah, I just I don't think it was an impressive win from the Eagles. I mean, I might get a lot of hate from it. I know it's a hot take, but. There was a lot of key factors that went into this game for the Eagles to win this game.
0: And that also, Chris, you mentioned it are the Dolphins all hype because they have not beaten one single winning team when they played them. And, you know, weeks later that knowing the teams that they've beaten have a winning record. So are the Dolphins all hype? I know they have some injuries. They had three offensive linemen hurt. Like you said, Ramsey and Howard were out. You know, they have question marks with injuries that are going to get these guys back, but Are they all hype right now? They they have not beaten, like they lost the Bills, which we're gonna talk about them in a little bit, but they lost the Bills pretty easily, and then they lost to the the Eagles by 14 points.
1: Well, like so like I mentioned previously when we were talking about the Niners, the Niners game, that the Eagles knew exactly what to do. The Eagles had their corners there and they were able to stack the box and stop the run. And the Eagles or the Miami right now has been a very dominant run team i mean you have probably the fastest running backs out there so miami or the eagles were able to stop the run with stacking the box from the safeties and miami couldn't do that i mean miami had to have that secondary coverage because the corners you had eli apple out there
2: plus i think i think two is one of the worst quarterbacks under pressure this season too so if he doesn't have a clean pocket he's probably gonna be missing a lot of throws
0: yeah well, you could tell quick too that's yeah. I, that's his thing throws a quick
1: well, you could tell that he's not he he doesn't want to take hits. I mean there was a couple plays where the pressure was there, and he immediately just dropped to the ground. He gave up. He didn't want to run the ball and it and I mean smart on him, I mean, after last year having back to back concussions and then a third concussion a couple weeks later, I mean yeah. he doesn't want to I mean, risk it kind of, his health. It kind of proves
2: that uh Miami can't travel either I' like mean, two two big losses on the road. So they they can't travel in hostile environments and try to win games too.
0: Yeah, they. I, I mean, I, I don't think they're overrated or overhyped. Yeah, I know they have some variables like we said, injuries and things like that. And the refs were a little little questionable against the for the Eagles game, but they they better get it going because they do have the Patriots. They've already beat them, but they're at home for this game, and then they have to go to Germany and they have to face Patrick Mahomes. And you know, you you better get Very right before. Game. Yeah, You better get right before that defense plays you because the Chiefs defense, they're pretty legit. They, they are a hell of a defense. So this offense and Tua, he better start getting comfortable taking hits because, sorry, you're not going to have a clean pocket every single fucking throw in every single game that you play. So you have to be able to play under pressure. You have to be able to take these hits, get hit in the chin, and make a big throw to Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill.
2: Yeah, they they have to put up points against uh, Mahomes too, because you know they're they're going to score the Chiefs' offense for some reason. Nobody can figure out how to stop Kelsey, even though he is <laughs> the biggest target on on the field. Nobody can figure out how to stop him. I mean, what, twelve receptions for one hundred seventy nine. Like, don't, yeah, don't he, let Taylor Swift be at that game.
0: She might go to Germany. I heard there's there's some conference yeah. out there. She might have to attend, so she might be in Europe for the for the game. So we'll see that in a couple weeks. Uh, but the Hunt
2: family better gave her fucking. I just. Passes to every game, just make sure she's in the building.
0: Yeah, well, we're gonna talk Kansas City in a few minutes, but Luke, uh, a game that was near and dear in your heart was the Detroit Lions and Baltimore Ravens game. More about the Detroit Lions, kind of pump the brakes on them. You know, maybe they were a little overhyped as well, like the offense we're talking about, or are the Ravens finally clicking with Todd Munkin? This offense was well, well there. Or, I mean, really well paced. And then, like you said, the defense is the defense. They are. Coming into the week, they were the second highest uh, sacks in the NFL. So, is it more about the Ravens being good or the Lions just shooting a dud there?
2: I, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, I mean, the Ravens all season they they showed flashes like the offense and like what it could look like if they're not beating themselves. This, this is the first week they did it. They played a clean game on offense. We did have the one fumble in the red zone. It was the only only drive we didn't score on until we started putting backups in. So. I mean, that that was just kind of a bad bad read or I think they ended up giving that to Justice Hill, the fumble. But other than that, I think – I mean, the defense just played lights out. Like, Goff could not do anything. Plus, Gibbs, like, stacking the box on Gibbs, making Goff try to beat us with our secondary – with some couple secondary players out this game. So, I mean, I I give credit to the defense and the offense just – they just were rolling. They – the Lions' defense couldn't stop the run or pass the entire game. Like the Ravens just kind of had their way against this defense,
0: and the Lions could not get anything going at all on the offense end. So they were leaving yeah. their defense out there with no time to like kind of get some air, kind of breathe a little bit. Hey, Odell Beckham showed some flashes. I know we haven't been mm-hmm. high on this year. He he looked good. I, I thought he played good. Zay Flowers, a fucking phenomenal rookie. Like I said, you were right on that one. I I wasn't one hundred percent sure how he was going to be this year just because I didn't watch must. I didn't watch must much Boston College games when he was there. But, yeah, your offense looked good. I, I still think it's a question mark. The run the running backs, I I'm not, I don't trust Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, but, hey, Lamar did his thing, got fucking Mark Andrews and the boys involved. I think Derrick Henry is a name that's floating out there for you guys. So if you guys get Derrick Henry, man, this, this offense is going to be pretty unstoppable, I think, just because Lamar can do so much. Now the playoffs is one thing. We'll see what he can do there. Yeah, but, no, I, mean, I thought it was scared. more about Stick the field.
2: Yeah, I thought this <laughs> was more about Derrick the Ravens.
0: Yeah, that'd be legit. I think this is more about the Ravens looking good. I, I know Detroit, they yeah. had a bad game. They, they got shitted on. And Dan yeah, Campbell said – it came know, out flat. Yeah, they came out flat. He so said the energy was there for them, but came out flat. I thought it was more about the Baltimore Ravens, though, this week. Anything for you, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I thought Luke was about to say something else. No, like yeah. Luke said, I think, I think it was both – I mean, both, like you said, Mark – I think the lines came out and just fucking I don't know if it was just them getting hyped up that they were five and one and that they were everyone's talking highly of Detroit that they're one of the best teams. And then they we just came out. and shit, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> lines came out. They looked golf looked terrible. They couldn't get anything going um, offensively. They couldn't get into rhythm. And I think that hurt them. And then. The Ravens. I mean, they came out and played phenomenal. It looked you could see the offense and what Lamar opens up when he when he's able to pass the ball. I mean, the run game was there. Him being able to run the ball was there. I mean, and Ravens played probably their best game in a very long time. Not saying they haven't played very good games, but like this is probably their best game as a team.
2: Yeah, we, we we usually struggle with turnovers and penalties, so I mean. That time we didn't beat ourselves in a game or maybe come down to the wire.
0: And that one play, though, that you asked the secondary to cover these receivers for like 10 plus seconds. You know, they did their job. They they played good coverage. I mean, the touchdown, yeah, it happened. But I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. You can't expect a defense like a secondary to cover guys for 10, 15 seconds. It's, you know, eventually they're going to get creative. They're just going to fucking break their routes off and you're you're just going to lose control or lose hope
2: yeah I think the key thing for our offense is we are able to find a way to lock down Agent Hutchinson around so i think he made one one good play on our offensive line, and we had a couple backup offensive linemen in this game. We were still able to figure out how to keep him uh keep him quiet and not wreck the game for us, which is huge-
0: he, Lamar almost also broke off one of his sacks too, so I saw that when I was watching red zone i I saw Lamar fucking pretty much step up and like stiff arm Aiden Hutchinson. I was like, damn, like, you know, I, I, once I saw that, I was like, yeah, this game's going to be over. There's no way that Lamar's going to blow this game. And like I said, I believe he is the number one quarterback of the week. I thought he did better than any QB. I know he didn't have the yards like a Patrick Mahomes, but he also was blowing them out. So he didn't have to have as many yards, you know, in the fourth quarter where they were already up 38 to six essentially. So
2: we pulled, pulled the starters in the fourth.
0: Yeah. So, it's like, it's like college, you know, when you have the Heisman voting later on. It's like, okay, yeah, he didn't yeah. throw for fucking 600 every game. Probably could have if he wanted to, but the game was over, so they were showing a little mercy to the Lions. But we mentioned the Chiefs boys. Is it already – because it seems like this is the only division that's getting out of hand. Is it time to crown the Chiefs AFC West champs? Is it already that time? We're not even done with October. Yet. We haven't even hit Halloween. Is it time to say the Kansas City Chiefs have won their division?
2: Yeah, it's not even really questionable at this point. The the rest of the, the AFC West is just fucking hot garbage. Like right. Kansas City, like I, I know we are all kind of down on our, what their offense was going to be this year, but they still have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and that's really all their offense needs to get going. Patrick Mahomes, by far the most talented quarterback in the NFL right now, and Travis Kelsey is number one tight end. All right, so you put th- those two guys together, they just they just like best friends. They click like no other, nobody else, and it just seems like no defense can stop Travis Kelsey. So then their defense is clicking. So I don't, I don't see anybody in the West really challenging them.
0: Yeah, I think it's over for the 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 rest of the AFC um, West. I think it's done, and they're just competing for maybe a wild card spot. Like you said, we had we had some doubts on their receivers this year, and I think the doubts have been pretty much there most of the year still. I know Rice is getting involved heavily with Travis Kelsey. He's looking pretty good as a rookie. But this defense, we also didn't expect this defense to be at the caliber that they are. We knew that they had good players, and, you know, we've seen it with Nick Bolton, Tripp McDuffie, you know, they have Chris Jones. They just got one of their players back from suspension who they acquired. So I, I am high on the Chiefs. I think that they're going to pretty much wrap this division up maybe a, through week 13 or so. They'll probably be the first team to clinch it. But, yeah, I think the AFC West is already locked up.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, Kansas City is going to easily win this. I mean, Denver – Denver's having a shit year. I don't know what's happening there with Russell Raiders that let's not even start the Raiders right now. And then like chargers, like they're rough right now. I mean, I don't think it's Herbert's fault. I mean, Herbert's playing pretty good. I mean, I know he has some questionable turnovers, but something, something seriously happening with the chargers that needs to be reevaluated. But the chiefs, I mean, they're coming out. The defense is actually playing very good. Uh, Offensively, I mean, Travis Kelsey's – I mean, fucking a tight end getting 179 yards is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he's a beast. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know if it was – but, like, it's he's a beast, but it's like every team knows that that's where the ball is going, and no one can have an answer for it. I don't yeah. know if it was tight end day or if it was because Taylor Swift was there and we saw her every 30 fucking seconds <laughs> on the TV.
0: Did you learn that cool handshake? You and Paige are gonna start doing that where her and pretty Holmes are doing. <laughs> We're sorry, about to. Very We're sorry. about to. Yeah, I hate that stat that they threw out there. We're like, oh, look, games that um Taylor hasn't been there. These are his stats. Okay, well, first off, two of the games that she was not there, he was just recovering from that fucking ankle injury he had. So, like, God forbid, you know. And he had a bad game, or one of the games against the the Bears, he didn't have a lot of yards. He just had a touchdown, so it wasn't like a big game. So. Can we just honestly uh, not say it's Taylor Swift because we forget that he is the best fucking tight end in the NFL. He's been the best tight end for years now, so it's not. That's just Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift's boyfriend
1: right there. No, it's they're in love. Boyfriend,
0: they're in love. I, I support it. They're in love, and I'm happy for Travis. I'm ha- happy for Travis, dude. Like, he's he's in, he's in heaven right now. He's he's a happy man. Love to man, see him happy.
1: He's about to go live in Europe after the season's yeah. over.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he's handling this the whole the whole situation pretty well too. So, I mean he makes little small little appearances here and there. I mean he went on SNL and yeah. talked about Taylor <laughs> Taylor Swift. It's kind of funny, but so, I mean, it's, it's good for them. He's got some you know, badass cars too.
0: They're in love, mm-hmm. man. We we support you, Trav. You go do your thing. Propose, propose, man. <laughs> w- wife her up, man. Yeah, you need to wife her up, dude. That that's a catch. She's not a six to us, boys. She's not a six to us. Some of the people that listen, she's a six, but not to the boys in the psych house. And, boys, can the real Buffalo Bills stand up? Because we don't know who the Buffalo Bills are anymore. Like, they seem to fucking write that passage against the Dolphins, seem like they were going to come here. Then they go to fucking England, and now they lose to Jacksonville. They come back, play a sloppy game against the Giants. I get it, it was in New England. You fucking, your defense got exposed against the New England Patriots and Mac Jones. So, who are the real Buffalo Bills?
1: the bills are oh, fuck i don't even know i mean i mean the bills were just unfortunate to be the team that where mac jones had his probably his best fucking game of his career i'm yeah, not a huge mac <laughs> yeah at least one of them i mean yeah. 25 for 30 no turnovers for him no interceptions which is fucking crazy but like the bills just like they just don't even look like they want to play I mean, just watching some of the plays there on red zone and watching a little bit in the quad box, I mean, it just looked like the Bills were just not – they just didn't want it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Good, just Josh Allen's making like – he's still making questionable decisions with the football too. Like, and I, I, He's just kind of airing it out. I think he's trying to do too much and just not work his way down the field. Uh, he's just trying to bomb it every fucking – every time he's got the ball. And it, it doesn't always work like that. I mean, sometimes he gets hot and he, it works, but sometimes, like this, it doesn't work. And it's hard to do that against a New England defense.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really hard to win, uh, do against a New England defense. We, we know what they can do. They take away their best weapon. I know Diggs had a decent game, but that wasn't a great Diggs game at all by his standards. And I get it. It was in New England. You're going to lose these games, but through seven weeks of the season, you're four and three. So something's got to give. And, you know, like I said, you played bad against the New York Giants, too. It was a bad. Bad win in my opinion. 14 9. That was a horrible win. Questionable referee calls at the end of that game too. But yeah, I don't know who the Buffalo Bills are. I want to root for Josh Allen. I, I, I want him to be good. I want the Bills to be good. I, I kind of claim them as a second team. Just if Atlanta's not doing good, I want to see the Bills finally go to the Super Bowl and finally win it. It'd be I think it'd be cool to see, but it's just not clicking right now. And and Miami and Buffalo are lucky that Aaron Rodgers is in here this year. Because these two teams would be fucking sitting behind them, sipping, you know, sipping some tea, fucking watching Aaron Rodgers do his thing because both these teams have question marks. And I, I think Buffalo, they're hitting a wall right now. They got to play Tampa Bay. I think they'll win that game just because of uh, Baker's struggles. But they still have to play the Bengals. Then they play the Jets in a couple few weeks after that. They have the Eagles on their schedule. So they're in a question mark right now through seven weeks. They better wake up before Stefan starts throwing his little tantrums on the sidelines. So. It's yeah,
2: probably a few weeks away from some tantrums.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I feel confident picking them over um, Tampa Bay. I mean, the Patriots haven't scored more than twenty points this whole season, and then they come out and score twenty nine on you. I mean, this is one of like the worst offenses in the league right now, and then they come out and they look—I mean, I wouldn't say phenomenal, but they look pretty good. Mac Jones looked really good and like we should have known that the Patriots were going to win this game when the news broke about Bill Belichick's lucrative deal that he signed this offseason that no one knew about. So I mean that should yeah. have been a giveaway. He, he is the fat, Patriots. not
2: on the hot seat. He is not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's he's not on the hot seat at all when it comes to the New England Patriots. He's going to remain the GM and remain the head coach for years to come. I don't think I saw the details how many years it was though, but he's going to be, I don't, I don't, say even, anything I, about it.
1: I don't, they didn't say anything. They just said it was a lucrative deal.
0: That's a pretty so. big deal. Then <laughs> That's a pretty big deal. <laughs> but boys, we had a game. I thought it was game of the week, the Cleveland Browns, the Indianapolis Colts in Indiana or Indianapolis, Indiana. And yes, it got overshadowed by some referee calls, which we're going to talk about leading into the next segment, but damn, what a fucking game. I mean, The Cleveland Browns, I wish they had a quarterback. Uh, I know Luke's going to hit on that one, but the Cleveland Browns, the Colts, I think the Colts, I think that uh, Shane Steikton's the right man for the job too. I think what he's doing with uh, guard Minshew, by the way, I don't give a shit what you guys say. Guard Minshew did not have a great game. The guy had fucking four turnovers. He had three fumbles and interceptions. So let's pump the brakes on his Minshew mania, Minshew magic here. Because I know Chris was like, hey, is Minshew better than AR? He wasn't the only one that said that this weekend, but – I looked at it last night when I was writing some notes. Down. I'm like, this guy had fucking four turnovers. So, he cost him the game as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely cost him the game. I mean, I was joking when I made my little comment. I mean, it was right after he ran in for, what, his second touchdown of the game. I mean, hey, Jonathan he's Taylor. in there? Yeah. I mean, Jonathan he's Taylor came back. He looks like he's the running back that deserved the paycheck. And then the Browns, I mean, I just I feel absolutely terrible for the Browns franchise and fans because you're locked in to Deshaun Watson and no one <laughs> is picking up that paycheck. No one's going to pick him up, so I mean it's like you either have to cut him and accept the the dead cap space for years to come or do something cuz I mean fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's really up
2: with Deshaun Watson? I mean, even when he played, he went one for five with one interception, which the second one should have been should have had two interceptions, but uh, the, the receiver just didn't get fully under the ball. So I mean, even before he got hurt, he would have had two picks and five passes. So I mean, Deshaun Watson was—I I don't think he's—I don't know if he's how hurt he is, but I mean, I, don't, I, I saw I somebody—I think... saw some—I saw somebody today call him a trust fund baby. Got got all that money and now doesn't want to do shit. So that's what Deshaun Watson is. He got paid. Now he doesn't look like he wants to play either. Like he's kind of the team clears him every week. So he was cleared to go before the Ravens game. He was cleared through the bye week until the next game. Still sat out. And this game, five five passes, one for five, and gets gets hit pretty hard. Clears concussion protocol. Then I think the coach is covering up for him, saying, "Oh, we want to keep him keep him out for his his health." Health. I think Deshaun Watson doesn't want to fucking play. He got his money. Now he just wants to rob the fucking bench.
0: He reminds me of when Tiger Woods had his scandal. And all of a sudden, Tiger just mentally wasn't there. I mean, Tiger wanted to be there. He, difference of Deshaun and Tiger is Tiger wanted to still be the best of all time and still be the GOAT at golf. But for some reason, his performance wasn't there no more. He couldn't perform in the big stage probably a lot of distractions going on with him so i'm kind of like comparing that to that situation i feel like deshaun yes i don't know how bad he's getting ridiculed and he's fucking getting roasted by fans in opposing stadiums but he probably still has that distraction laying over his head and you know yeah he got paid and good for him you know he, he got the money from the browns They're the only team dumb enough to do it atlanta new orleans told him no but maybe that's what it is maybe he just has a lot of distractions going on that we're not seeing obviously and he's just mentally done
1: Yeah, I mean, this guy's getting paid $46 million a year. I mean, he already got his full fucking contract. But if you break it down into years, $46 million a year, and you're telling me he gets hit, clears protocol, your coach says he was good to play, but they sat him, like Luke said, to keep his health. Like, if you're paying this man this much money and he's good to play, send his fucking ass out there and play. I mean, I know Cleveland ended up winning the game anyways, but some very questionable calls on that one.
0: Yeah, there were some questionable calls, and let's speak of that, boys. The referees uh, looked like shit this past week. The Browns game, the Rams game questionable. Yeah, I get a bad spot, and then the Eagles game. So what is the solution for these
2: NFL refs?
1: I mean, easy. You make them full-time employees.
2: I, I think they also add in the, the quick review on certain plays too, like like they did at the XFL, like those those holding calls or just pass interference uh, plays that are maybe called or not called. Just do a quick little booth review. That they can do it during like bef- before the snap, like while people like the teams are getting lined up. Like, it doesn't have to be anything big, like a fucking five minute review after every play. Just do a quick once over look at it. Like hey, yeah, that's holding, or hey, that's pass interference, or no, it's not.
1: But I mean, the issue is like, we're seeing it, we're seeing it in college now too. And I know we'll deep, we'll dig deep into it on Wednesday, but like college is pretty much doing that where like up high can call down and be like, Hey, we have to review this. I know they're not really doing it for like penalty wise, but like the yardage play, like Alabama, Tennessee, they had two or three times where up t- high called down. And was like, Hey, we have to review this. Uh, sparring the play, and then in the Texas game, they didn't fucking do it. Like, it's yeah, just inconsistent.
0: I, it's very inconsistent, and, and like I said to you guys yesterday, though, like, the Bucks and Falcons game, I was very upset with how the refs called the game, very ticky tacky. but they were still inconsistently bad. Or, I'm sorry, they were consistently bad. So, it affected – it didn't really affect both teams as long as both teams got the, the short end of that stick. But, like, the Dolphins game was bad. The Browns got fucked because – that was not pass interference. The ball is uncatchable. I don't care. It has to be Colts catchable. Got I
1: mean, Browns yeah, got lucky. The Colts
0: got fucked. I'm sorry. The Colts got fucked. That whole illegal contact, that was more the receiver doing a swim move on the fucking um, – well, not a swim move, but like a swat. Like he came down yeah. and swatted the guy's arm. Like, so the guy didn't – and he was already falling down. So it wasn't even – it wasn't contact at all for, for the defender. So the Browns got lucky. The Rams fucked themselves, my opinion, on that one. You didn't have any timeouts. So, yeah, bad spot. But – Maybe if you manage your timeouts better, you can actually challenge the the play, which is the point of having challenges. So if you use all three of your timeouts, that's on you as well as a coach. So the refs, though, did fuck the the Colts and the Dolphins a little bit this past weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the call where um, PJ fumbled it, and then there was a flag and they got the ball back. I mean, the Colts two times should have stopped the Browns and got dug out because of penalties. And it's just too like these these guys are putting their life i wouldn't say on the line but like they're working very hard i know they're getting paid a lot of money but like they're out on the field giving their 110% trying to win this fucking game and you have full-time lawyers part-time NFL refs on the field throwing a fucking flag and determining these games yeah, they should be yeah. full-time
0: refs. I think that that eliminates that – it helps eliminate that because if they're full-time refs, now you can hold them accountable and they can take it seriously. If they're a fucking part-time ref and you're holding accountable and I'm a lawyer, who gives a shit? I'm making good money on my actual job. So they're just doing this for fun, and then that, that starts to question the integrity of the game. If they're just part-time and they have no true loyalty to being a referee, do they even give a shit? Are they just supporting their team? But um,
2: – yeah. Especially so. some of these like late calls, like they're they're screwing teams over from chances of winning games. So I mean, a lot, a lot of teams are losing games over no calls or uh, penalties that called that shouldn't have been called. So, like the cool. yeah, Iowa mean, game
0: too. Like that, at those calls, but the Iowa game was bad. That was not close to being a fair catch. I don't. It, they didn't even call yeah. it a fair catch. They, they they called it like a weird it rule. It was, like,
1: it was like an illegal fair catch.
0: Which is if you call, so if it's a legal fair catch, like Ty Schmitz said from the McAfee Show today. If it's a legal fair catch, that's a flag, not a dead ball. Okay, the ball is stopped. And if you also call it a fair catch, why don't you call a flag on the guy that tried fucking tackling him? Wouldn't that also be a late hit, you know, late hit interference, whatever, on a fair catch? So I, yeah. I just don't get it. I no, just like, don't get it.
1: The NFL's the refs have been very bad, and they're getting a lot worse. And it's just not an NFL. I mean, it's it's college too.
0: And I know you're a UCF fan, Luke, but that, you know, we agree Taunton can be bullshit. But that's a taunting clearly in the fucking act of the play. Like, so like, I mean, and it wasn't, it saying, wasn't even yeah. hidden.
1: <laughs> yeah. The ref was staring <laughs> yeah. at him and he kissed so, the sideline is the sideline. Just, I guess the
2: ref just didn't see that. And they got him for something in the end zone. Cause they called two players for taunting in the end zone
1: after uh, I, the, I I but that know. was after the touchdown.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the refs just didn't see that. Uh, no, the it. ref fucking, the ref was staring <laughs> at him. <laughs> The ref had to know. see it. I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny to see it though. I, just, I think but, some of those taunting, the taunting is kind of stupid, anyways. No, it's it, it, just it like, is. like I think there's a point where you like, yes, you can call it, but stuff like that, or let let these guys have fun in the end zone. Like, yeah, I get they brought celebrations back, but can't use props. Like, bring a phone out, or like Tyree Hill it, did, did get a penalty, like who cares,
0: really? Tariq don't give a shit, neither. He said he does not give a shit at all. He'll keep well, he doing did. it.
2: He did He did a fucking backflip, too. <laughs>
0: well, he can do it. But, I mean, like like you said, Texas got... I mean, am not saying we would have still won the game, because you don't know what happens. Let's say Houston gets the first down, and, you know... That's they could have cool.
1: fumbled.
0: They could have fumbled. They could have intercepted. It could have been turned on downs. They could have scored. They could have gone for two points. You just eliminate the chance of them having a chance to tie or win the game. You know, that's the point. Is It's not... And we get it. Refs are bad. But... And there's gonna be human error. Weeks we don't we don't we don't r uh fucking expect him to be hundred percent accurate every single play.
2: Yeah, just, just the but fucking gotta like, blatant the, the blatant shit. I like, I get like there's gonna be holding on like every play from the lineman. It's just it's just the way it is. But if it's like blatant where they're fucking like choking them out, then it should, it should be called. Or if it's holding where it affects the play, like some of these penalties that don't even affect the play at all, like why? Yeah. I, it sucks.
0: Just hire them full time. And if if they're listening, if you fucking refs are listening or you, the NFL is listening to the show, fucking call us, dude. Give us out our fucking contracts and pay us good money to be a ref. Because I'll fucking come referee for the NFL on a year, on a six month period and then train in the off season to be a better ref. You know, do some fucking training events or whatever. Yeah, I'll, come I'll, referee I'll fucking school. do it. Yeah, I'll do it. And I won't be biased. I, I won't fucking favor the Falcons. It's <laughs> a <here>, long <laughs> bullshit. <order. laughs> No, I and mean just, if,
2: you just can't call foul games.
0: But see, that's that's a bullshit thing too. Because for example, I don't know how many refs are on a field at a time. I know there's two side judges. You have the two in the back. You have the two. I think so. Right there, that's already that's six at least. I guarantee it. Not all six refs are from the same fucking team that they grew up watching. So you can't nitpick like that. You have to have some integrity of the game. Now, if if you're helping your team win that way, shame on you as a person. Like you shouldn't. Just fucking favor to your team. You should want the best team to win on every single day. Especially if you're not, you know, this is the league. So, like, you're affecting the games. That's point-shaving, in my opinion, too.
1: And, like, I'm I'm about I to look real quick. I'm going to try to pull it up. I'm going to try, at least. But, like, last week when the fucking officiating war room picture came out, and this is it.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this is
1: that. the war room. And, like, the caption says, like, a $14 billion-a-year company, and this is what our officiating war room looks like?
2: I, I like the nice it's stick on the, ref- f- the referee in the back.
1: Yeah, dude, it's a <laughs> fucking joke. What they should do what? is they should have –
0: they screens should have, so, so like, fucking small. They should have 16 guys in there, right? Well, I, the smaller screens, actually, you see more on a smaller screen. That's why a lot of people – that's why a lot of gamers – They fucking play on monitors like professional gamers because you do see more it's not so big where there's more room to like there's more air to see essentially but if you have 16 guys watching one each watches each game or if i can put 32 in there and you have two guys watching so you have two sets of eyes you your focus is you buzz into this game and you you're a guy that buzz in this game you have more consistency more communication with the refs on the field so you're dedicated to each game not fucking four guys five guys and they're watching every single fucking game that's just too much
1: yeah and it'd be so quick to call down to the head the head ref, and be like hey pause the game let's look over this you know
2: yeah Uh, also i don't understand why they don't have like the the microchips and the fucking balls like every other sport does so you see like exactly where the ball is for spotting it like tennis that does it like soccer Soccer does does it yeah yeah like just put a chip basketball in
0: the ball. And football. Baseball, basketball, football are like the main three that don't do oh, that. They just
1: it, don't would, it, it. would just don't really all, all science. If you put a ball in the chip, it'll throw off there. I didn't. Whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. No, you know.
2: No, it's yeah. just like switching from college balls to NFL balls. You just got to get used to it. It'll, yes, you
1: do. This isn't Tom Brady. We can't deflate what the ball it? anymore. Is...
0: But, boys, do we have any overreactions this week i mean i'll step in real quick i think we saw already starting the tennessee titans are going to be our sellers they're going to start selling some players away i know burks and derrick henry we mentioned henry already with luke's team they're potentially on the trade block it just doesn't we, we just don't know what if teams are willing to give it for henry it seems like no one wants them but with a week left just a little over a week left of this this trade deadline i expect people to start calling uh for him and also real quick, Jair Alexander's on the trade market too, or on the trade blocks. Big corner from the Packers. So you can definitely help a team out. So I think the Titans are going to be giving up for the year. I think they're okay with being last place in the division when it's all said and done. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, I, I can see there? it. Oh, no, go for it. No, go for it, Luke. No. All
2: no, right. No, I no. I don't
1: know. Oh, 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 no, oh. no, no, no. I don't know. I don't know about no. Derek Henry. I just – I don't think they're going to trade Derek Henry. I, I mean, I read something – couple days ago that the Titans weren't looking to trade him or move him. So I mean I think that's one piece that they're not gonna trade.
2: Yeah. I think I think Derek Henry means too much to, to the city too. Like he he is the star player like on the team. So it, it's gonna be hard to like move on from like your your face of the franchise. He's state now farm now guy a now deal. too.
0: You say that now until a good deal fucking comes across that phone call and they're like, hey oh, we'll I'm give sure. you a I'm a sure they would think or, about it. Yeah because you're just going to waste them unfortunately.
1: I mean, it it all depends on how much trust they have in Spears. I mean, it looks like they do have a lot of trust. I mean, the snap count isn't very different from what Henry and Spears is having on the field. It looks like they're almost splitting carries pretty much. But Spears I, has that
2: the pass catching ability too, a little bit more yes. than Derrick Henry.
1: I just I just don't see Tennessee trading. I mean, they're a run heavy team. Derrick Henry is still one of the best running backs in the league. I don't see them getting rid of Henry.
2: I guess we'll see. Yeah, Another another player probably I think might be losing his job is uh, Justin Fields. I think I think Baguette may potentially steal his job, especially I think Justin Fields is doubtful or potentially out for next week. Baguette plays another good game and wins. I think Justin Fields could be getting a shot too.
0: First home win for the Bears in over a year too, so – yeah, did something that Justin Fields has never done.
2: Yeah, Baguette went twenty-one for twenty-nine for one hundred and sixty-two yards, so not bad. Like he played a decent game. No, uh, no interceptions. So I don't know if he fumbled. No, no he, uh, he, yeah. Nathan, Nathan Peterman had a fumble, but he got it back.
0: He, he played a very conservative game, but hey, it worked. You got the win. That's all that matters.
2: Yeah, they, they put the deep put the game in the hands of the defense and the offense. I mean, what like Foreman just went off on offense, and sorry he's on your bench, Chris,
1: this week, because you would have beat me. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I think – I mean, I know this is a big one. I think Tyrod Taylor might start over Daniel Jones. I mean, the two games Tyrod started has been pretty solid. I mean, they got their first first quarter touchdown – or first half touchdown, not once but twice this past game against the Commanders. Right now with Taylor starting, the Giants average – 336 yards and with Jones five starts they've only averaged 255 i mean so i don't know what it is with tyrod but i mean the offense is more productive with him behind center than daniel jones He
0: looks more confident throwing the ball too it seems like just watching the two of them play he seems more confident with the actual delivery of the football
1: we have a battle in new york this week so
2: yeah oh, i think he overall he's got more playing experience than daniel jones still at this point
0: yeah, he led the Buffalo Bills to a playoff appearance too, uh, back yeah. in the day before Josh Allen. So
2: he also got a decent amount of playing time with the Ravens for a while. Lost like, to the boat yeah. though.
0: He lost to the boat in his only playoff start. That's, that's
2: and
1: nice. only has like half a half a lung because of the Bills.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's. <laughs> well,
0: the chart that and the Chargers also puncted What did they puncture a lug? The or the fucking was it the chart?
1: Was it the Chargers? Yeah, because I, I thought he was on the Bills.
0: Because Herbert Herbert got the start, and then Herbert has not looked back since.
1: Justin okay, Herbert. then then the Chargers. Sorry that I blamed the Bills yeah, so, on that so one. I, uh, <laughs> Chargers' strength staff Another shitty team. franchise <laughs> has, done which, way, <laughs> <laughs> has done
0: it. Which, by the way, Justin Herbert has the most losses since he's been in the league, starting the, uh, his career. So, that's,
1: that's which I don't, is, I don't think I don't think is his fault. I mean, he's. Cool. I personally feel like he's he's above. He's above average. Like he's not one of your top dogs, like Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. He's part Lamar. of these losses,
0: though, too. Like this, this year, this year they put the ball in his hands, and he's not delivering in the key moments. He is not. He has not done I, anything kind of, really to win them games.
2: So, it's gotta kind of be something with the coaching, because like they have so much talent on the team too, Like right, Offense and defensively, really, they have fucking big names on both sides of the ball, but the just, defense is terrible. Yeah, they well, just well, can't Stanley, get it done. I don't know.
0: And Stanley's still going to call plays too, like which they're thirty-first in fucking defense, they're shit. Yeah,
1: I I saw that report today. Is that he's still calling plays? You're last well, in he, defense, like he's probably. Gonna I know you're job. the head coach, but come on, well,
0: he's growing that he's growing that desperate beard. So I think he's he's getting ready to get fired by the end of the season, yeah. or hey, he's, he's yeah, probably or one, one of the first
2: woes. coaches to get fired.
0: Yeah, seven seven weeks in, no coach has been fired too. Like that's it's pretty rare to be honest. You no, you, there, you there's see one. plenty of
2: them on the hot seat though.
0: Ron Rivera's on the hot seat, because speaking of that, Jonathan Allen called out the offense. He didn't say it directly, but he said he's fucking tired of this shit, tired of being, you know, not starting fast enough, putting the holes out there. So he's fucking pissed. He's a great pass rusher too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know for the Saints, Dennis Allen came out today, and he said, like, we're not making any coaches' moves as of right now. Like, there's no one that we can bring in that's going to change the game. So, which, like, I mean – I wish would change because I fucking hate Pete Carmichael. And I'm starting to hate Derek Carr. But, like, he does have a point. Like, if we do fire Pete Carmichael, like, who are we bringing I off tank, the street? Tank, who- tank this first yeah. season.
2: Or you, elevate, like, you, you build- elevate
0: another. You elevate one of, like, maybe the passing game coordinator or, like, the quarterbacks I mean, coach. You give him I mean, a chance. Next man
2: up.
1: Yeah. Next man up. And then still fucking tank the season.
0: Or, or watch. They do good, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes, sure. sometimes you play better for the coaches that – are stepping in just it's something that happens the interim coaches get a lot of love from the players.
1: Yeah, and Carr and P. Carmichael aren't aren't buddies. Past two games yeah. they've they've been going <laughs> at each other on the sideline. Well, Carr,
0: Carr had a pretty bad game. I know a lot was play calling too, but he had some bad throws this past week against the
1: uh, Jaguars. Yeah, he had a bad he had a bad couple in the beginning. Like we more of the fourth quarter Derek Carr what we saw in the fourth quarter. Like if we could get fourth quarter Carr in the whole game, we're winning. I mean, our defense, our defense kept us in that whole game, and
0: I feel bad for Foster Murrow too. They're like through a lot of the memes and fucking shit. Like the videos were just roasting them. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. yeah, I it, felt bad because just... he was a he was a guest tips. captain. He was a guest captain the next day at LSU. <laughs> Is he from LSU? Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't, didn't know that. Did not know he was a tiger.
1: He was a tiger, so he was a guest captain that Saturday. So.
2: That's a rough way rough way to walk in there because you know everybody watch that game too. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, also boys, shout out to the Texas Rangers as they won game seven of the American League Championship Series. Half of the World Series has been, been fucking punched in. The Texas Rangers took out those Houston Astros. The road team won every single game. It went to game seven. Dusty Baker's also not going to be coaching the Texas or the Houston Rangers. Houston Astros. He's stepping down. Dusty's never won a game seven. Bruce Boach, he's also won all his game sevens in his career. So, shout out to the Rangers. We'll see who, who they play between the Diamondbacks and uh, Philadelphia Phillies tomorrow night. So, good good job though, Rangers. We're Pulling for you out here in the sack house. At least I was. Yeah. The,
1: the bats the bats were very inconsistent at home for the Stros. It was pitching it was wasn't bad. good either. No.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. But, hey, good job, Garcia, too, man. Way to fucking stick up for yourself from that dirty pitch. And that, Dude, uh, fuck no. <laughs> shut the fuck nah, up. Nah, no, I wasn't a big fan of that. That was not. I don't think he was intentionally trying to hit the guy. It's the fucking playoffs. It's not like there was true bad blood at the moment. So. And then
1: Altuve got one in the fucking head and didn't throw a little bitch fit like Garcia did. And then Garcia hit that fucking home run in, what, game five and thought he won the game. Yeah. And then fucking next inning.
0: It is what it is, but they they won the series. That's all that mattered. They're in the World Series, so we'll keep they wanted on they link. wanted
1: the strows and they got them and they won. Good for them.
0: They did, but boys, great episode. We have some picks tomorrow, some previews of Week Eight. Are you getting a Week Eight? So Luke, big win for the Ravens. Though I was very impressed with, like I said, with you guys. Appreciate it,
2: all right. Chris. To see
0: it. Not not upset about the Saints win or loss. <laughs> uh, keep it going, That's okay. Tampa. Hopefully they yeah. keep it going. We're in first place, so rise up like the shirt says. We're rise rising up. up. Dirty, that guy. But,
1: dirty, but they'll they'll rise yeah. up.
0: Like they're, your mom said, down. we're the dirty they, birds, right? They,
2: they
1: yeah, ain't cheating, exactly. really trying. Ain't cheating, ain't trying. Pump some New pump New some fan noise in there.
2: Yeah, yeah y'all might as well. The we year we hard did hard that, hardball. we
0: sucked. So <laughs> the year we did that, we were trash. So it didn't work. Yeah, they're they're looking at
2: hiring Jim Jim Harbaugh. Oh, That's who is? Want. Scout their oh,
0: that's my it. other overreaction. He's the next Chargers head coach. I'm going Jim Harbaugh. Ooh.
2: It's possible. He's about it's to possible. win his natty, slide out of fucking Michigan.
0: Investigations Michigan. about to be on the loop. Yeah, investigations coming on. And then you get Justin Herbert. Maybe you can turn this fucking team around. I think good things can come from Jim Harbaugh. It's
2: a, it's a, it's a good exit.
0: <laughs> Very good exit. Actually. Like a Pete, Pete Carroll move. Pete Carroll type move. Yeah. So, But, boys, great episode. Can't wait to be here tomorrow to make some of these picks. We have a full schedule. 16 games again. So, no bye weeks no next bye week. Weeks? So no no bye, weeks. bye weeks. Yeah, I count week it. for fantasy.
1: Oh,
2: let's yeah, everyone go. should be available. You have I
0: injuries, might survive so. another week. You might survive another week. You might go 8-0, but also 0-8 in Dynasty maybe. So you're just reversing I, the record. Almost. I was, out I was it. close
2: this week. I was close. I was close the last two weeks. I'm getting there. I'm
0: glad i I'm glad I played <laughs> Rizlow because I had five of my 11 guys in there were tight ends, but I'll support National Tight End Day. I said, fuck it. I'm going to put all my tight ends in there, and I'm going to let them fucking do their thing.
1: Also, also don't know why Daddy A put a tight end in his super flex when he had Tyrod Taylor on his bench, but
0: Chris, or Riz put fucking Taysom Hill at quarterback last week and he got actually decent points.
1: <laughs> he would have got good so, points this week too. Yeah, we got, we got like they, twelve or fifteen count,
2: points. They count Taysom Hill as a quarterback.
0: So in and so in sleeper, it's different than ESPN. They actually have him as a QB, a tight end, and I think maybe even a receiver. But I know it's QB and tight oh, wow. end. He's he's listed as
2: You so. fucking
1: you'd put him anywhere.
0: Yeah, I think it's bullshit you put him in tight end. Gadget so you technically have right 3
2: QBs. Yeah, you have 3 QBs
0: in technically. If he's playing QB. If, he,
1: if he's officially named a QB, will they change that?
0: I hope they do because that would be bullshit to have 3 QBs in essentially in a in a 2 QB spot. So I am. That, that was they, the ESPN thing a couple years ago. They, the ESPN do that ESPN do that same shit. So. Yeah, they changed yeah, they, it. They had have- him after one week, though, you had him for that one week to tie it in. Uh, then they said, fuck that. We ain't doing that no more. A lot of came <laughs> <I bet.
2: laughs>
0: But great show, boys. Like I said, that's Luke Rule. That's Chris Kameinhart. Shout out to you, Doc, as you're in Virginia. Kick ass. I'm Mark Davis. We're no All About I'm. the Balls Podcast, and we are out. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls Podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at The Sack House.